Hey, it's Alex here. Before we get started, I wanted to tell you that this episode of the New Stack Makers is part of our second season of the Tech Founder Odyssey. We heard from a lot of founders in the first series, and we're going to hear from more about what it takes for a technical founder to launch a startup. What were the challenges they faced? What were the pitfalls? What were their personal stories along the way? This is what you'll get from the Tech Founder Odyssey series. I'll be hosting the first episode And then I'll be handing it off to Heather Jocelyn and Colleen Call for the rest of season two. They are a dynamic duo. They do awesome work. I think you'll love to hear their interviews. We've got some great guests lined up, so please stay tuned. You're listening to The New Stack Makers, a podcast made for people who develop, deploy, and manage at-scale software. For more conversations and articles, go to thenewstack.io. All right, now on with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of the Tech Founder Odyssey, part of the New Stack Makers podcast series. I'm your host, Heather Joslin of the New Stack, and I'm joined today by my TNS colleague, Colleen Call. Hello, hello. I am so excited. This is going to be something different that uh, we haven't done before. So let's, let's get it on. Great. And as Colleen mentioned, we are doing something different. We're talking to both halves of a co-founding team. Argon Security was acquired by Aqua Security in late 2021, just a bit over a year after it started. The founders behind Argon are Elon Al-Haddad and Elam Milner. We're going to talk to both of them today about their individual and shared tech founder journeys. First, let me introduce Elon Al-Haddad, who is now General Manager Software Supply Chain Security at Aqua. Argon was originally was actually his second startup to be acquired. He started in 2017 with Paydit, which was purchased by YCD and Verifone. Before that, he spent six years working in Israeli military intelligence. Hi, Elon. Hello, great to be here. Great. Thanks for joining us. And we're also joined by Elam Milner. Elam is now Senior Director of Software Supply Chain Security at Aqua. He, he also co-founded a company before Argon, Dotsme, and also spent several years serving in and then supporting the Israeli military before he entered the world of tech startups. Hello, Elam. Hello, Heather. Thanks for having us. Let's get started. Something that's come up, you're the third and fourth people we've interviewed for this series of tech founders who spent their early adulthood serving in the Israeli military. Um, We know that Israel mandates military service. Uh, Are the countries like us, like the U.S. do not? What did you each learn from your experience in the military that you feel might have helped prepare you for the world of, of tech startups? So it's really great question. I believe like uh, from my side, um, it's first and almost uh, always the same answer is the people. Um, you are meeting a very good people in your journey in the Israeli Defense Forces. And uh, it's always push you to move forward and also like uh, build around you a very unique community that help you a lot. Um, my two cents on that. So uh, yeah, I don't, I don't touch on the people and the network, which of course is is one of the main things uh, that you that you acquire from the service. Um, there's also, of course, like the, the uh, technological kind of experience that you gain there, uh, which is one of the obvious skill sets uh, that you uh, can uh, can successfully acquire. And I think, like for me, one of the, the main uh, kind of things that I got uh, was the mindset, which is kind of a like to simplify, it's a can-do mindset. Uh, so no challenges kind of too big, you know, how uh, failure is not an option. I, I know it's a cliche, but uh, uh, it really feels like from an early age, you get to start kind of to think in a certain way. 
which I believe uh, helped me and Elon and the rest of the, the Arbon team uh, to get through the, the early days of starting a company, which can be rough. You each had prior experience in helping to start a company. When you look back on those first startups, what did you learn about those experiences that you were able to apply to Argonne? So I think like every, every path in your way learn you a lot of things. Uh, for me specifically, uh, at Paydit, I believe that it uh, was uh, the product market fit. So when, when we started the uh, it was immediately after the military, to be honest, um, we did a lot of mistakes and we learned from them a lot. Uh, but the first thing, and I think uh, in Argon, I believe that we'll speak about it, we did very, very well because we felt it in, in, in our previous adventures, is the, is the ability to understand which market to target, where is your expertise, where in this market there is a really needs or a gap, a real problem that you solve. So for me, it was uh, this area of the product market fit. Well, it seems like there's two uh, big brands here. You you guys with uh, leading these, these major startups. I mean, how did the universe connect you both? <laughs> I mean, you just, I mean, how did you meet to do, I mean, to make, uh, create Argon? Because, I mean, you were here, you were here, you were successful. And then all of a sudden, this happens. And then this, whatever this is, is even more great and fantastic because, of course, you were acquired by Aqua, <laughs> of course, for, for uh, a, a great reason. So how do you guys meet? Yeah, I'll take this one. So uh, uh, not surprisingly, uh, we shared kind of a similar track in the service, in the military service. So we did, we both did our engineering kind of training uh, in the engineering school of the IDF. It's called the Mamran. I think Elon was one class uh, before me. So he was, uh, he was my senior. And after that, we kind of, uh, you know, we had our uh, shared circles uh, of friends. And when Elon and I uh, both started working on the second chapter on the second adventure uh it was just kind of a perfect matching timeline wise we both just started working and we got connected and we just sat down and uh, we hit it off from there and it uh, just took off how did you decide so so argon so you mentioned the second invention can you tell us a little bit about that i assume that's argon correct or Yes, yes. Yeah. So how did how did Argon start as a company and at first as the product and when you when did you decide to be a company? So I think it's a, we we came very prepared like to this specific chapter to the start, yeah. You always need to keep learning, but basically the idea that we understood that we want to leverage uh, our knowledge from the military and our expertise. So we knew that it will be around the areas of technology, DevOps, security. Me and Elam kind of did, we share the same responsibility in the military, but in different like units. I mean, the intelligence unit, Elam in the, uh, the Air Force. And when we started, we knew that it will be around kind of source code and DevOps and security. Uh, and I think from there, Elam, like you can... Uh, Maybe share like uh, what we did. Yeah, I think it was uh, it was obvious that we're going to touch on uh, one of the fields that we uh, that we still we have added value on, and and I think it was like uh, on our first conversation that Elon brought up like the issue of, of source code leak. Uh, so companies' proprietary code finding its way out of the company uh, by accident or by malicious activity, and it kind of blew my mind. Like I remember that that when I discovered this was a thing, and companies have no way of, of securing themselves to protect against it. This was kind of the foundation which we built Argon on. And 
from there it grew to be kind of an entire topic, which today is known as the software supply chain security. Yeah, like it's remind me a lot because we saw it. Uh, I think we understood very early that it's, it's, it's a pain, but it's small pain. And, and what we did, we basically took deep dive into this topic. We start to look about attack surfaces, trends in the market. We started speaking with different potential customers. And we very quickly, very quickly, we found ourselves understanding that uh, there is a kind of uh, the time in the market that it's called CICD, that is basically software supply chain. It's a, it's a huge thing. Every company used it, but no one protected. Uh, and in the end, like, what is the messaging of uh, security? Every new um, business challenge leads to new technological solution. The business challenge was to deliver a product faster to the business. The solution was to build software supply chain. And then it's lead to new security attack surface. And it seems like that was the, the timing was really quite quite good because the whole industry is now very very concerned about s- software supply chain security. So you're you're forming this company. How did you decide who would be the CEO and who would be the CTO? And what do you feel each brings to your team? <laughs> I think it was obvious for us. Uh, Elon, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> but uh, I feel like. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, we never talked one, about it. <laughs> yeah, we actually never talked about it, which I think it's a good indication that uh, we had like a, a match on uh, on like the abilities that we feel we bring uh, to the team. And I think that was one of the things that I I uh, know I knew sorry was going to be a strong partnership because complete each other's kind of strengths and weaknesses. So it was a good match. Uh, CEO, CTO was kind of uh, granted. Uh, we ran with it. We didn't really define it anywhere along the road. And I think up until today, like uh, we have this balance that keeps us uh, uh, keeps us uh, strong. And, and with that in mind, I mean, it seems like your relationship, it, like you said, is a, a really good match. As a two-person founding team, and the positives that 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 you you both bring forth to the to the company, how do you handle conflict with that being, I mean, everything's going wonderful, but then you handle conflict as a two-person founding team. How does that happen? How does that work out? I Which think, is not uh, that conflict, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, who talks first? For example. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it's accurate. Like uh, basically we really mean uh, we, we have a strong trust. So of course we advise, like we speak with each other all the time. I think, uh, that's the person that I I spoke with him in the last two years, like the most and, uh, every day. And we, we always consult with each other, but, uh, everyone knows like, and give the space to the other in the place that he's responsible for. And it's really worked for us uh, naturally. So we have a lot of like, if you like tech podcasts, then you need to subscribe to Software Defined Talk right now. It's a weekly podcast that recaps all the news in cloud computing, DevOps, and enterprise software. The hosts, Kote, Matt Ray, and Brandon will keep you up to date on topics like Kubernetes, DevOps, platform engineering, and anything related to enterprise tech. Plus, they'll weave in plenty of nonsense like how to optimize shopping at Costco. It's a fun, freewheeling conversion that will keep you informed and entertained while doing the dishes or walking your dog. What are you waiting for? Subscribe to the podcast today by visiting softwaredefinedtalk.com 
or by searching for Software Defined Talk in your favorite podcast app. So, so you started basically during the pandemic too. I mean, which is, was there, were there any advantages or disadvantages to starting that at that time when things were so in, in upheaval around the world? To be completely honest, always like, you know, like there is a, I remember that people told us not to do it in the pandemic. Uh, but I think <laughs> like always there is, you know, uh, disadvantage and advantages of the, you know, of the time that you are doing it. If an uh, entrepreneur believe in a specific idea and he has a strong team, he need to go for it all in no matter what. Uh, he will find a solution to fix the, the other problems because we'll, it will show up every day. So Yeah, I think that's really good advice because, I mean, with anything, you're always wondering when's the right time, whether it's starting up a business or, or starting a family. There's, there's never a real right time, but th- and then you just know. So that, that's, that was a great question. I mean, you, you got a lot of pushback from not starting in the pandemic, and it seems that it worked out well. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious, you, you were able to get acquired very, pretty quickly. I mean, yeah. a little over a year, sounds like. Um, what, uh, can you tell us about how that came about? That, that I mean, did you reach out to Aqua? Did they reach out to you? First of all, we, we didn't plan it yeah, at all. <laughs> um, basically, and, uh, and someone asked us uh, last year, we, we already told to our employees, our, um, uh, like our team, that we closed round A. So that was the plan. That's what we did. Um, it's almost $30 million. So we, are, we were in the position, like we was in a position that we are... Um, like really wanted like to create a huge company, but then like the market shifted. We got, I think, a lot of different offers during the way. But when Aqua approached to us, it uh, it was kind of unique from a few different like positions. But the one that we are truly believe is consolidation. That's what we have seen in the market. We and and we we are after a year, we can tell you that. Like the market is going to a place that they want a consolidated solution that will be able to help the customers. And uh, I, I, I don't know, Ilan, maybe you can add on top of me, like, but that's, that was um, a little bit from the perspective. Yeah, there. I think this was uh, what, what you mentioned is, uh, was the key kind of aspect of the decision. It wasn't an easy decision because, as Elon mentioned, that we didn't plan it in any way. We just closed around A. We were growing very strong and the timing in the market was amazing. So it was a, a really uh, something to contemplate about. But I think kind of the, the agenda that we believed in was that the market is going, the cybersecurity market and specifically kind of the cloud native security market, which we operate in, uh, we believed that it was going in a certain direction and we took a leap of faith on that direction. Um, and I think like now it uh, kind of plays out. Like we see a lot of other companies um making acquisitions um of other kind of startups doing uh other positioning in in this field um and we see kind of everybody in the chase of creating kind of the unified experience for their customers and this is something that we do successfully today inside of aqua so i think like i feel <laughs> i feel kind of uh, very positive about the decision i don't know about you alone but uh, maybe time will tell <laughs> Yeah, it was quite amazing year and Aqua is an amazing company with amazing people. And we are really like, I don't, I, I, you know, we are with the same small community here with a lot of entrepreneurs. I don't remember like someone that told me like, 
like after a year, it's really explode. Like the product is everywhere. We we working with the biggest customers in the world, and that's something that we, um, you know, in in Argon, they dream to do. And Aqua enabled uh, it for us. You both come from a technical rather than a than a business background, as far as I can tell. I mean, do you have advice for other founders who who come from that technical background about seeking funding, about how dealing with investors, speaking their trying to speak their language? So uh, from my perspective, that I um, am should supposed to lead the, the the business side. First of all, I will say like the the business side is important, like the technology side. And I think what is differentiate us as a team uh, that we re- truly feel that very very comfortable with the business side. We push to be execution company. We try to sell to customers from day one. Uh, it's even more important than the kind of, uh, you know, the, the funding, because um, regard, related to the funding, VCs, uh, like venture capitals, understand the idea that a lot of entrepreneurs come from technology background. They maybe will help them to find someone that can, you know, uh, complete uh, and help to push the business. So, so they understand it in, in, in the seed round, like they accept it. Um, and, and they believe that you will build and improve. So, but I truly believe that if I can give an advice to entrepreneurs that starting a startup, speak with customers from day one, learn how to do it, learn how to sell, learn how to hear the customer, how to create value proposition. So uh, that's it, I think. Yeah, it's a good advice. I'll just say that from my personal experience, um, me and Elon, we sit with a lot of uh, companies in the early days. So a lot of pre-seed, post-seed companies and a lot of strong teams of extremely talented people, much more talented than we are. And and a lot of them, like I think like the majority of them make the same mistake of, uh, especially technical founders, of falling in love with the solution which they build. Uh, so they often find kind of an unmet need and they uh, tackle the making of a solution. So they start to code. Like they code endless and they get amazing product. And the focus is on the solution itself. And then they have uh, two issues. One is uh, making the product market fit that Elon mentioned earlier, um, because they will focus on the solution and won't focus on the problem, the problem space that they were tackling. So they don't understand properly the forces in it um, and the potential pain user and the potential users themselves and the scale. And they don't see the numbers adding up, but they have like a really good solution to a problem that might not need one or might not have like the potential market size for. And the other one is that uh, they have a hard time pivoting. So they have a hard time letting go. Uh, it was one of the mistakes that I feel I did in the previous uh, company that I found. Uh, and we did very well, I think, in Argon. In Argon, uh, like we started the company and we raised the money without writing a single line of code beforehand. Uh, we just we became expert in the problem space. Um, so this was kind of something that I would definitely advise. Yeah, go to hundreds of customers and meet them. And it's, I think it's actually more challenging to than they build the product, yeah. I think that's fantastic because um, uh, one of the questions that we did have is, is, is about advice. And it's, I think that you might've answered that <laughs> about what could have been the worst advice, but what was the best advice you've ever received about leading a company? Wow. I don't know if it's uh, advice that I got. I um, can tell you like, for example, me, um, I'm a very like, executive uh, like i I really driven by to do and try and less like um you know for example to read that a lot of people uh, brought it this knowledge from reading and so 
in the last year, for example, I, I, I've seen like, it's maybe after Argon, but I've seen like how really big companies uh, operate, like how you work in scale and how you build a really uh, a huge sales organization. And it's uh, something that definitely I took uh, from Doro Davidov, that is the CEO of Aqua. So it's definitely something that I will take like for my entire career. I really more related to try and do and maybe do mistakes. Uh, but yeah, that that's for my side. Yeah. Don't know, Elan, what about you? Yeah, I have one thing that I think is one of the major things uh, that I would focus when starting a new company, which is also something that I picked up actually from uh, from Dor and Amir, like the founders of Aqua, which sounds kind of obvious, but it's very hard to implement on a real life scenario, which it's it's all about the people. So the hiring of the people that are kind of the nucleus of a new company is critical. Uh, this is kind of the culture that your company would have eventually. It's, it's a direct impact. Don't compromise. Find the ones that you believe in. Find people who are better than you at what they do and just let them, let them run the show, have uh, put your faith in them. And uh, I, I feel like that's what we did in Argon. That's what Aqua does very well today. That's, that's my success for, uh, that's my recipe for success. And, one one last question. I know you're both now at Aqua, but do either of you foresee another startup in your future at some point? And if so, what might you do differently? So today we're really focusing on Aqua. Like, actually, all of us are here together. Like, all the old Argon team, like, uh, today are uh, running a big portion uh, in Aqua. And I think this year uh, we took another step, like uh, uh, we call it here in the Synap vision. Um, so... We are really focused on uh, like the challenges that we have here, but yeah, we are young and uh, we have like a, a long way to do together. What about you, you Elon? Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to to keep focus on what we do here since there's so much to do now, uh, and I feel like we're actually building like yeah. we're building a lot of stuff from scratch, which is very similar to starting a startup. Uh, so it's exciting, and we're we're all in on it. I think like the next company. Maybe alone, I think we can start with a bigger office, maybe because like we had, we had almost 20 people <laughs> stuff inside, like the smallest room. Uh, this would definitely be a takeaway yeah. for the next one. Generally to improve the operation. That's good for commercial real <laughs> <Exactly>. estate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I, I th- we think with that, we'll wrap up today's episode of the Tech Founder Odyssey. Colleen and I would like to thank Elon and Elam for sharing their story with us. Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. We'd like to thank all of you for listening to our conversation today. This has been Heather Joslin and Colleen Call for the New Stack Makers, the Tech Founder Odyssey, and we'll see you again soon. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's one of the best ways you can help us grow this community, and we really appreciate your feedback. You can find the full video version of this episode on YouTube. Search for The New Stack, and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss any new videos. Thanks for joining us, and see you soon. Bye.